When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Criminality Podcast, the podcast where we know loving reality TV is not a crime. Rebecca, I started that without even thinking of what I was going to say. How are you? It was enough. You don't need to add. It was enough. (laughs) Yeah, loving reality TV can get you an Emmy around here, apparently, Melissa. I am blown away. Yeah. (laughs) Not okay. I'm blown away that we are not on TV and uh, not that high on iTunes, but we got an Emmy nomination. I'm just kidding. Vanderpump Rules got an Emmy nomination. Yeah, it's pretty big. I mean, it's so funny because so many people were saying it during the season and like, you know, in that last part of Vanderpump, like give these editors an Emmy and they are going to, or they nominated them. It's possible. Did you look at the other contenders? I actually didn't look at the other contenders. So I at first just saw like Deadliest Catch and like a lot of other shows in that more like sports and field like category. But then I saw Selling Sunset just posted that they were nominated in the same categories. And I was like, that's not even a race to me. Like Vanderpump gets it over Selling Sunset. Absolutely. I mean, Vanderpump gets it over everything. Mm -hmm. It was truly Mm -hmm. a magical moment. It brought the country together. Truly. I mean, this really did bridge the gap between non-Bravo people and Bravo people because it was in the New York Times and that's, you know. That is your um. standard right there every time. (laughs) I know people like have opinions on the New York Times. I guess I just mean like mainstream news, like where like people at the office and like your dad might have read it. Like It's weird. Not my dad. Um, Leif Schreiber got really (laughs) mad about it on Instagram. Um, Oh, really? Why is this news? Did you see that? Yeah. No, I didn't, but there's always someone like that. Yeah. I think Ariana is the one that said, like, this is on the entertainment page, like, basically saying, like, that's why it's on here, not right. that it's... But anyway, I just love that, like, an old man is... Not old man, but this well, older act... He's not even older. What's wrong with me? He's just Lee Schreiber. <laughs> he's just grumpy. Yeah. He's acting like a grumpy old man. Yeah, yeah. like a grumpy old man on like, the internet. Save that yeah. for Facebook. Instagram Honestly. is not where to bring it. Yeah. Honestly, and um, I saw Andy Cohen got a response. They asked him how he, what he thought about it, and he said um, that he thought it was super cool, but and that honestly he was befuddled that none of the housewives have been nominated to date. That this was the first nomination he was actually, and I was like, wow, that's like okay, that's a little. <laughs> but you know, the Beverly much. Hills women are jealous. Like you know, because they put on a good. You know that Tom Girardi season was good. It really was, and the whole Tom got in a wreck, or Tom rolled down, his car rolled down the, why can't I remember yeah. it, but that whole thing, yeah. snowing in Pasadena. The snowing I in mean, Pasadena, yeah. Yeah, that's some of my favorite work there, but this, I think this was well-deserved, but maybe it'll open the way for other terrible shows to um, also come back. I thought Vanderpump Rules was dead in the water. This is a good comeback story and encouragement for other shows, like... Maybe don't cancel. Maybe I know. Just keep but trying. <laughs> Real Housewives of Orange County, same thing. It's like having yeah. a renaissance. Yeah. I know you're not into it as much as I am. No, but no, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it. In enjoying fact, it. I'm going to watch it tonight when we're done recording. Um, I am enjoying it. I'm not like, this is the best. We're back, right. baby. But like, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. That's the exact word. I agree. Rebecca, would you like to get into a story of someone who likes to have fun but like nobody else knows she's having fun at the time she's having fun she's yeah and it's questionable she goes from having fun to being in serious distress in Mm -hmm. moments yeah i'm ready (laughs) okay (laughs) 
So the clues I gave this last time were for model, real estate, and I think I said gummy bears or gummy worms. Either way, you said both, and we ended on gummy worms, and I think it's gummy bears, but gummy candy, same difference. We got it. I think I actually and, meant jelly beans. That's where I really got oh, messed up. Oh, that is that what better, she comes right? out eating? No. Yep, jelly beans. Jelly beans. But I think she, she talks, talks about, about gummy bears. Yeah. The fact that we know so much, <laughs> we deserve an Emmy. <laughs> So after researching this person, who you guessed right away, um, I found a few more things about her that, frankly, I didn't have any other place to put in this episode. So I'm just going to also, like, say I had additional clues this week. Here's what I'm going to give. Number one, Kris Jenner taught this person how to use social media to her advantage with tips like put work stuff on LinkedIn, put pictures on Instagram, (laughs) and Twitters for your fun thoughts. Groundbreaking. (laughs) Yeah. Facebook is for family. I'm like, I bet she was like, F is for this. It was just a whole thing. I just love that. I bet she actually somehow made it K's somehow. I don't know. A hundred percent. There's a whole thing. So uh, the second one is they claim their hidden talents are snapping and whistling. Those aren't hidden. Oh, like she doesn't advertise them? Would you? That's dumb. I would love to see somebody who's like, listen, I don't tell anybody this, but snapping you didn't hear from me (laughs) if you need a cab i'm your girl that's actually cool whistling to get a taxi that's cool is it i can't do the two finger yeah that's what i'm picturing if she's just Mm -hmm. like camp song whistling Mm -hmm. need not mention not that cool okay and lastly her first modeling job was actually for tyson chicken which Hmm. also isn't really a fun fact but i enjoyed it (laughs) And if after all of that, you guessed Kelly Ben Simone, then I guess you read the show title this week and you're really doing great. (laughs) (laughs) So this week we're talking about model, real estate agent, jelly bean consumer that isn't actually former President Ronald Reagan, Kelly Kaloran Ben Simone. Rebecca, when you hear about KKB, what are your first thoughts? Scary Island. Right. That's kind of first and foremost yeah uh i also think about her apartment that might have had like a big horse statue in it but i can't be sure no you're absolutely right there was a horse statue for no real reason i mean she's into (laughs) sports and stuff but like it was kind of bizarre it was art but also i don't know yeah it was weird but um, to dust just some 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 iconic scenes just legendary stuff that's what i think absolutely yeah I 100% agree, agree with you. We've both been, I think, on a little bit of a Real Housewives of New York rewatch. In yeah, inspired by this. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to like revisit those scenes to get them a little fresh. Oh, so good. Such classic TV. Classic. So <laughs> Kelly was born in 1968 in Illinois, which wow. makes her 55. Which is amazing. She's just, her body is insane. Everything. Yeah. She yeah. might be insane. I don't know. So Kelly's mom was actually one of the very first American Airlines stewardesses, which is kind of interesting. And her dad was an estates planner and a tax lawyer. She said her parents really pushed uh, family and they pushed getting education. They wanted her to have a great education. Also, Kelly has a twin brother. Did you know that? Don't, I did not. We never heard a word about him. I can't Mm-mm. imagine they have a twin connection. Yeah, and twins, even more than siblings, you'd think that'd come up. Right? right. That like, oh, me and my twin, not a word. Yeah. I was more shocked than when I found out Ashton Kutcher had a twin. That was right? a whole other thing for me. Yeah. Shocking. So when Kelly was just 15 years old, she began modeling. She actually entered into Elite's Model Management's Look of the Year that year. Wow. And she she said right before she went to do this, uh, she ended up cutting her hair in kind of an asymmetrical b- uh, bob, <laughs> which, and she's like, so all of my early modeling pictures, I have really short hair. She looked amazing. Like these yeah. pictures are insane. She's we'll beautiful. I mean, like, I wondered when my TikTok algorithm was going to go through and think <laughs> I am now attracted to women again because every few months it does that. And this is probably why because I'm searching a bunch yeah. of pictures of Kelly Ben Simone. Just gorgeous. It, it, it's mind blowing. I got to stop. No, her, my her beauty gonna hear me is again. incredibly like kind of classic. Her teeth are great. The cheekbones and then her body and that great hair. I mean, great hair. She really got, she hit the lottery. 
So my point really about this elite modeling show is I want to see where you think she placed on this elite modeling show. So this was like her big break. So mm. it's got to be up there, right? What what place do you think she got? Um, was she third runner-up? She was first runner-up, actually. Oh. Guess who she was runner-up to? What year is this, approximately? Like, what's the time period? Are we um, okay, uh, 19... Oh, hold on, 1983? In the 80s? So she would have been runner-up to... Is it like um, Heidi Klum or something? I don't know. Try one more guess. Uh, Christy Turlington? <sighs> Try... Got a mole and has a daughter named Cindy Kaya. Crawford? Cindy Crawford. Wow, she so really, was... like... Like the supermodel of the world. Right. Wow. Absolutely. And they have a similar vibe, actually. Like there's something about the two of them that's similar. It was you I sent a picture of Kelly. Yeah. (laughs) My haze. And she looked a lot like Cindy Crawford. Yes. She had her hair up. I saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They do have a similar look and... Yeah, I agree with you. So from this experience, though, she is with Elite's Model Management. Kelly has an agent. And after coming to New York for just a week, she ended up becoming the face of Ann Taylor at just 15 years old. Oh, my gosh. She was so young. So young. No teen is wearing Ann Taylor. (laughs) I know. I love Ann Taylor Loft. It's my place. But as a 15-year-old, I was like, were things different then? I don't remember it. really weird. Yeah. Yeah. So in Kelly's family, as I mentioned before, education was extremely important. And so her dad said basically, hey, if you're going to model in New York, great, but you have to continue your education. So she studied at Trinity College before transferring to Northeastern University for her MBA, which I don't think she actually got it. She talks a lot about how she had a half MBA. She's an M. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) M, big M, little b. (laughs) So while she's at Trinity College, she would actually take all of her classes, would be on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, she would go to New York to do modeling, like literally. Trinity is in Connecticut. It is. It wow. Is. So okay. I don't know how you know Good that. for her. Yeah, no, that's probably only a couple hours away or something, but that's impressive. Still a lot for every yeah. week. Yeah. So she eventually continued her education at Columbia, where she actually got a degree in literature and writing. Dang. Yeah. So she also said she was waitlisted at Harvard. I only found one thing that said that, and it was her that said it. So (laughs) who knows? (laughs) They probably don't keep waitlists on like record. They're like easy to lie about. Mm -hmm. Um, So in a few interviews I read, she said she was the most educated New York housewife, and again that she had a half an MBA, and that maybe before Ebony came on the scene. But I was just thinking that I'm like probably up until Ebony. Yeah. But remember, Tinsley went to Columbia, we found out, which was also surprising. That is. That makes me question a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> so Kelly's modeling career just took off. It continued to flourish. She worked with the biggest names in fashion, like DK, DKNY and Donna Karen, right? Those are big names in fashion. So they're the or same. Were. So Donna Karen. <gasps> DK, is it really? DKNY is Donna that. Karen's like streetwear brand. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Well, she did like, other she things for that Calvin. I didn't write down. She worked for Klein. Both of those were amazing. <laughs> literally, literally as I was re- reading it, I was like, I wonder what the DK stands for. <laughs> Donna Karen. Um, you should have taken this episode. This is great. This no, is rough. No, this is great. <laughs> so later, she also appeared in a six-page portfolio that was not for the 50th anniversary of Playboy, but we will get into that a Ooh. little bit later. So as Kelly's career takes off, she says she's extremely lonely. She said, basically, you fly somewhere for a week. It's really fun and beautiful. Mm -hmm. You make these friends. Then you're on a plane in a whole new place, meeting new people. And I can see how that could be very isolating. I mean, you're gorgeous and you're making a lot of money. So like, I feel bad for you, but barely. Yeah. So (laughs) when Kelly was 29, she married renowned French photographer, Gilles Ben-Simone. Mm-hmm. And so the couple were married for a total of 10 years. They had two girls, C and Thaddeus, or Teddy, which are really cute names, and adorable girls who are now gorgeous, of course. So they split 10 years later in 2007. And while I may know Gil as Kelly's husband, you may know him as Elle McPherson's former husband. Whoa. Yeah, they were married for three years, I think, in the 80s. 
You could also know him as the photographer in three episodes of America's Next Top, Top Model. Yes. Look at that. I'm not an ANTM head, but I did watch the first few seasons. His name is somewhat familiar, yes. but I don't know if it's from no, that's there. That's ringing a because yeah. I think I only watched those beginning ones. Yeah. And also, I saw one quote, and I could not find it anywhere else. You know when you like read an article, and it has just like a tiny line, and you're like, well, I want to see if this is actually... It, mm-hmm. it was like Tyra Banks claimed that he is the person who found her. I couldn't find that anywhere else. Oh, but interesting. It was, I don't know if somebody was being sarcastic in that. that I just couldn't tell from, <laughs> I can't read context clues apparently, and I couldn't figure well, it out. Plus, Tyra Banks is an unreliable narrator on a lot of things. <laughs> right? So that would be hard. Yeah. That, that yeah, could I couldn't confirm mm-hmm. nor deny. So who knows? Okay. He's also responsible for bringing French Elle magazine to the U.S. So mm. Elle magazine is here in the U.S. because he worked at the French one and helped bring wow. it here. So he's done like a yeah. lot. Yeah. And so while it sounds like they got along well after their divorce, there are a ton of quotes with Kelly saying, you know, she had nothing after her divorce. She's a provider for her kids. She's the mom. She's the dad. So it sounds like Gil probably wasn't around that much for the kids. Like, okay. I was listening to those things and she does say like, no, I'm the mom, I'm the dad, I do everything. If I don't make money, we don't have money. Yeah, so I was, it was kind of interesting because you would think if like he helped at all, she would say, you know, most of it falls on me or whatever, but she. Yeah, wow. Mm -hmm. So she's doing really well because she can fit a big horse in her New York City apartment. (laughs) (laughs) I read, this was on Reddit though. I read that he owned the apartment building she lived in, so Uh likely she wasn't paying uh-huh. for that apartment building thank you so that could I be what he's better. paying for <laughs> providing right? which is huge if your housing it, is mostly covered in new york city that frees up most of your money. everything right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and while she said she was enjoying her time being a full-time mom she also needed to make money mm-hmm. so she pivoted pretty easily from modeling to writing and she actually landed a job at Elle magazine which now i'm realizing <laughs> Is probably from a, a connection. more connection. Yeah. She also wrote several books, Rebecca. Have you heard of any of Kelly Ben Simone's books? It, no. I mean, I feel like maybe now I knew this, but I, I couldn't think of a title if I tried. I'm desperate to know. How about this one? The Bikini Book. Oh, my gosh. Just just bikinis from different wait, wait, wait. and stuff. Is that why she wanted to take the pictures of the women in their bikinis? You think she wanted them to be in the bikini book? <laughs> but is that like, I don't know what, I, yeah. I, know. I think it was for someone else. It could be Anna Wintour. I don't know okay. for sure. Okay. Her name was in here somewhere. I think it was something in connection with her of various like bikinis and how they've gone through the years or whatever. Okay. But my point still stands. It was called The Bikini Book. Bikini Book. Next one is called American Style. Mm. Okay. Real creative. But this one's a little more creative. I think you're going to like this one. I can make you hot. The supermodel diet. Oh no, Kelly! I know. Let me guess: jelly bean sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And hot apparently stood for something, or it stood for something after people were like, "That's not very nice," or you oh, know, she, whatever. She made it, it was, like an acronym. It was like health. Oh yeah. Other mm-hmm. tea. It didn't make a lick of sense whatsoever because yeah, you gotcha. think like exercise would be in there right it would be be hoe or something but it wasn't it was (laughs) i can make you a hoe in three easy steps i'd sign up i'd buy the book yeah which housewife would write that one got some guesses (laughs) oh uh, well good for her yeah yeah So after her divorce, she said she was looking for something different to do. And that's kind of like how her career career really went. She went from modeling to writing to different things. So this opportunity to join Real Housewives of New York, she was like, this will be fun. Mm-hmm. And I think Bethany said on maybe Tamron Hall's show or something, they make like $7,000 their first season. So you're not making bank. This is not... But obviously, all the opportunities it yeah, affords you. Yeah, you play in the long game. You're hoping for exactly. the long game. Yeah. You're for sure hoping for it. So Kelly came in the second season of New York, and she was the only new addition, which I thought was kind of interesting. Right. So you've got yeah. these women. They're only the second franchise, right, of Real Housewives. So it's still yes. all very new. Yes. And you're coming in as the new person. That's a lot. Is, does she come in by way of Jill? I forget. Like, did she, or was she just kind of dropped in? She wasn't someone's friend, right? 
I was looking, I was like Googling, how did Kelly Ben Simone get on yeah. Real Housewives? And I didn't see anything and yeah, I didn't remember it. I think she was just it. dropped in. Yeah. I think her and Jill, Jill just kind of like liked her. She, yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Because okay. Bethany and Jill were having that mm-hmm. whole falling out. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where she needed an yeah. ally. Yeah. So almost immediately on Roni, Kelly and Bethany bump heads. Clash. And this could be in part that Kelly's early friends were um, Jill and Luann, like I said, and Jill had had this huge falling out with Bethany. So Rebecca, I know we're both on a Roni rewatch, but I have to ask you, do you want to watch one of the first Kelly Bethany moments? Yes, more than anything. Not indulge you in this, okay? We don't come, we're not the same, okay? This is you, this is me, we don't talk. And I'm here because why? Because I won't put up with your antics and your bull****. It's just totally inappropriate. And I know that you think it's really cute and fun, but you embarrass yourself and you really, I felt so badly for you because I was like, oh my God, that poor girl. You felt badly for me. We were talking about arthritis charity and you said, oh, that's so cute. You know I what? The difference between you and me is that while you're busy talking, I'm busy doing things. So you need to like realize the situation. And what we're not friends. I don't like you. I don't think you're funny. I don't think you're charming. I don't. We are not friends. We will never be friends. This Correct. Is like, okay, good. So I'm just glad that you understand. So that. you invited me to just here just to uh, <laughs> to make yourself feel better. You're up here because you're a model. Because you put your name on any invitation. So Rebecca, what what? Did that bring up in you? What did you remember? Or what did well, you see? I don't know. She's unafraid, right? I mm-hmm. think she thought it was really going to do something that she came right straight at Bethany. Yeah. And like Bethany is like iron. Like she's mm-hmm. just steel. She's just mm-hmm. sitting there taking it. Like, I don't know. I, I would love to know what's going on in Kelly's head. I'm hoping you might share some insight into her thought process but um but yeah she's she's going really hard for bethany and bethany is difficult bethany. And, and many of those things she's bethany um but it's it's whenever she talks whenever kelly ben simone is talking to anyone on the show it's almost like she's alone it's like oh, what yeah. she's doing doesn't match what the other person's giving or being so it's totally. just always seems really odd and that is what that is yeah no that's exactly it so as the season progresses, we see this little alliance really with Kelly and Luann and Jill. And so by the time of this girl's trip to St. Bart's for Ramona's vow renewal bachelorette party, which... So bizarre. What is that? Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. And her haircut. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. It, it was all new, renewal. 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 Yep. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> she looks like Cameron Diaz with Totally a renewed. Yeah. I know. <laughs> So in the words of Caroline Manzo at this point, they are as thick as thieves. Mm -hmm. But there are really two sides here. The first is Kelly, Lou, and Jill. And the other is Bethany, Ramona, Alex, and a new Sonia Morgan who came in a little bit in the second season, but then is really in the third season. Isn't that crazy that she wasn't always there? It's wild. And even Dorinda. I saw some interview where Dorinda was saying something and I was like, she's like, I wasn't there for this trip. And I was like, oh, yeah, you I know. So weird. So weird. Now, do you want to guess who RSVPs? Yes. So we have those two groups for St. Bart. So everyone in group two plus mm-hmm. Kelly goes. So right. Luann and Jill do not go. At least Jill doesn't go at first. Right. Um, but they're not there. So Kelly's really the only yeah. person she has on this trip. So back to St. Bart's. According to Kelly, she never wanted to go on this vacation. But producers basically talk her into it. So I watched this like 30-minute video of Kelly explaining something that took probably three minutes to get out. Mm -hmm. But it was 30 minutes. But it did have like chapters. So I would like skip when I got bored with one. And And this is like after the fact? This is her Mm -hmm. like many years later talking about this? This is her on her own YouTube channel. I think this had 4,000 views. Not hating on her, but I figured hearing her side, you'd a lot more views. sure i am surprised they aren't okay. there okay kelly at this time her kids are either teenagers teenagers or preteens they're a little bit older but they're still kids they mm-hmm. still need their mom and mm-hmm. that's like a tough age anyway so at the beginning of this trip the women are on a yacht ramona's yelling about renewal dancing around and her doing her little <laughs> sound <laughs> laugh thing that ronnie does so well yeah watch what happens yeah. <laughs> 
So Bethany's there. She's very pregnant. And her dad had just passed away within a few days or weeks right before this. And so she's just there wanting to get away from everything, which I agree can be a very perfectly reasonable way to deal with stuff. Yes. Now, as I said, I listened to this very long monologue from Kelly's YouTube channel. And in these clips, she talks a lot about a specific castmate. Doesn't name this person, but always calls them a castmate. And I want to see if you can figure out who she's referring to. So yeah. the suspects are Bethany, mm-hmm. Sonia, Ramona, and Alex. Mm-hmm. Clue number one. Kelly claimed that she was told by production, I guess, that one cast member was having a, quote, very traumatic health issue, end quote. And because of this, she did not want to film with this person. She said she didn't want this person's heart rate to be up or for them to be upset. But this was a very traumatic health issue. Okay. That we never heard about. Clue number two. A certain castmate didn't want to film with her anymore. This same castmate, she said, was getting her hair blown out before this one conversation. And it happens to be the same person that has this traumatic health issue. So we have a blowout and we have a traumatic health issue. Okay, wait, sorry, just have to interject. I was thinking no. maybe Alex, but the blowout rules her out. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. When I, this we was all a saw very important hair. clue for me. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Number three. Kelly, along with this castmate, were the only two people that were sober at the dinner. Okay. So, Okay. Clue number four, and the most important clue. This castmate was a cook, not a chef. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because I was like, okay, it's Bethany. It's Bethany. I mean, I assume it was Bethany, but like... we can use our... Context clues, I figured that one out. Yeah, I got that Process of elimination. So, yeah, so she she and Bethany were the only ones sober at this this dinner. That tracks. Mm -hmm. Bethany was pregnant. This person doesn't want to film with her. And this person has this serious health issue, which I wonder if it was like hypertension with, you know, being pregnant and yeah. her dad has just died. There's sure. a lot. So I, I can understand what Kelly's yeah. saying. I don't really want to argue with this person. Yeah. And so let's set the stage. Bethany is who she's referring to, as I said. Bethany has cooked an entire meal for everyone there this this first or second night as a gift for Ramona. Mm-hmm. And now, Rebecca, this is cinema. Please watch the next clip. Yes. I want to pretend I'm busy. Wait, who's sitting here? Um, some. Okay. Bethany's going to sit there. I really don't want to sit across from her. Oh, no. I don't want right, to be so attacked. I really, you know what? She's not going to I really, I've had a really rough... She's not going to attack you. Stop. Whatever she says, smile and laugh. You don't care. You Kelly, don't if you don't want to sit across from me, you don't have to sit across from me. If you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. If you don't want to eat my food, you don't have to eat my food. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. This is your life. Um, Fletcher, let's do the... Uh, did you but tell me what Constant on defense, always on defense with them. You're going to be fine, Kelly. Don't be paranoid. I'm not paranoid. I had nobody there. They had everybody, and I had nobody. It's like four against one. She's psychotic. Listen, we had the best day. Let's just, let's just forget, forget it. it. She want to attack me all the time. Why doesn't she attack her? She hasn't attacked you yet. Because you just, that was an attack. She, she, oh, you know what? You put it on here. Uh, Bethany creeping in the back and just like, <laughs> you don't want to sit here? You don't have to sit here. If you don't want to be yeah. here, you don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, She's not like your life. Someone else would be like, I can actually hear you talking about me. And Bethany just starts like yelling. It's so good. Sonia's right. I agree with Sonia. She's paranoid. Kelly is paranoid. She is. But let's go into a little bit of what we didn't see here. Okay. Okay, This is coming from Kelly's mouth. This is me possibly turning on my feelings on how this whole thing went okay. down. Okay. I know. I didn't even want to tell you this before. I was about to text you and I was like, I can't. I I need to to have an open mind. Okay. So here's what we didn't see. So do you remember her picking up the phone? She's on speakerphone. I can't remember if it was in that clip where she's, and they're annoyed with she her. She takes a call, on, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's something about her kid. It is. So it's, is she said kid. it was, it is. Yeah, yeah. She said it was her older, oldest daughter, C, and Ramona's complaining she's taking it on speakerphone, which is annoying. But mm-hmm. I wonder if that's like a producer thing saying, right. if you get a phone call, you have mm-hmm. to put it on. So I could understand that. So according again to this YouTube video from Kelly, That night, she got a call from C, and C was panicking and begging Kelly to come back home, right? The nanny gets on the call and says she quits. This was all very confusing, but Kelly was like, she quit, um, and then I didn't know what to do. So Kelly's freaking out that there's no one home with her kids. They left? Yeah, the the nanny leaves. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So the stakes are high, right? Like, you're freaking out. You're in a different country at this point. And on a boat. Yeah. 
So she ends up calling her boyfriend at the time, begs him to pick the kids up and bring them to the Hamptons. He's able to do that. But she tells producers, basically, I'm leaving in the morning. I've got to get to my kids. Like, this is all messed up. I'm leaving. So she says, basically, she starts packing her bags. She's ready to go. So we've all been in this situation especially as parents you're away from your kids some version of an emergency happens and you're just like i have to get home to my kids like that's all you want right so they all sit down to dinner and things really just melt down very quickly and just about as much as it could so kelly accuses bethany during this of a lot of things including planning stories in the press yeah as well as something i'll share in the next clip but the press thing she talked about how she used to work at the post and so she kind of alluded to this again is from the youtube video knowing who was planning stories so like Mm. basically she made it sound like bethany was calling the post and she had a friend that answered the phone who would tell her that bethany was the one planning stories based on nothing truly based on nothing verify that no she also says during this that like Alex is channeling the devil. Just really wild things. Like, I feel like she just wasn't describing things in the way they were actually happening. Accurately. Yeah, Yeah. giving, like, big names to things that weren't there, I guess. Mm -hmm. So Kelly excuses herself from the table, runs to her room, and she comes back with a bag of jelly beans. Right. So now the fight continues, but with more sugar. And here are a couple clips you don't want to miss. Tell anybody that, Ramona. That is a. Uh-uh. The four of us are actually sane, and she's uh-huh. crazy, and now we're picking on her. Okay. Okay. okay let's. She stop. has a problem. I feel like you're trying to kill me every night, and I threw up. She's paranoid. The night before I came, because I don't want to be a part of this. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Okay. You're crazy. Go to sleep. No, don't be mean to her. You're insane. I said, ladies, this is us picking on a woman who needs our help. I am so no, tired. I'm taking my lo- she, my lollipops and gum berries. No, she needs. She has a chemical imbalance or something. Now we're being mean. I'm not being she mean. She had a traumatic experience. I did not. You think she's going to kill you, and she, you think she's a vampire? Yeah. We need to protect you now. Well, Kelly, I am not going to attack you. I'm not after you. I have. I'm not after you. You've been after me since day one. No, I haven't. This no. whole you've been talking about. You know what? Now you're going after a crazy person. You need to let her go. You're right. Where do you start? Start by going to sleep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's a lot. You've got an uphill battle here to convince me. I don't think I can because I think I've already gotten off of it when I'm rethinking (laughs) up all the things she said. (laughs) I remember another thing, not in these clips, she kept being like, it's creepy. You're creepy. Like, right? That was about Bethany being there after her dad died. That that was was creepy. And that was mm -hmm. like what you were saying earlier. Like she uses the wrong phrasing and terms to describe things. Like it's like she makes them so much worse mm-hmm. and you're trying to kill me is she's tried to kill her yeah i mean and and again sonia the voice of reason truly like, you know these are early days of Sonya right because- <laughs> we'd forgotten that was possible because mm-hmm. she's saying we we're this isn't a fair fight basically mm-hmm. which is how it feels i'm actually glad that came up then because i feel like this is one of those things that there could be like a mental health issue here and looking back we can see that but i'm glad even at the time they were like i think we're dealing with someone who's having some problems yeah yeah no i agree and they like run off at one point and they're all laughing which i think is really obnoxious yeah there was a lot to this where i thought okay if i'm on an island i find out my kid is you know my kids are terrified and i'm not there i'm in a different country I'm with people that don't like me and I don't yeah. like them and they have sharp tongues and they're coming after me and I'm tired and I want to go to sleep. I can yeah. see saying kind of crazy things and like getting yourself really wrapped up. Also, if I took like an Ambien or something, mm-hmm. I could really see myself getting, you know, fired yeah. up. So I'm not saying that's what she did, but I could see taking something, yeah, Xanax, anything, and it just absolutely messing you up and going off the deep end. Again, I, not saying she did that, but to me, I'm like, that. if that happened, just say that happened because right. to and me, it, that makes sense. And and is the story about her kids not being told here because it's not happening in real time in front of them so she can't talk about it on the show? Like, why doesn't she just say, I have a family emergency. I can't deal with you guys right now. Like, it'd be such a different argument if she was like, I you know. I feel like, well, she kept saying like, 
you don't even know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. But I don't think she ever mentioned it being her kids. Right. I, I can't remember. It would have gone whole, a long um, way thing, to kind of explain maybe her anxiety and maybe people mm-hmm. would have just simmered down. But I mean, we wouldn't have gotten a lot of that gold. I mean, but, um, I'm thankful for it. Yeah, I'm not for sure. Telling like, it to go away. Go to sleep but, will never not mm-hmm. be part of our vernacular and right? wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> I agree. So I did feel more compassion for her hearing sure. this whole story and oh, thinking for sure. under the right circumstances, I could lose oh, I could pff. lose it. And then you don't care that you're acting crazy until you act crazier. Right. I could see that happening. Right. So that's kind of my whole I'm not on a hill to die for Kelly Ben Simone. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. Okay, so we see on the show the next day she's left a note that says, I'm out of here, or whatever. But according to Kelly, she had planned that the night before. This wasn't about the dinner meltdown. She had already told the producers, I'm leaving in the morning. So, of course, we don't see that if that's what happened. Right. It looks like she just lost her mind and is leaving. Yeah. So, ultimately, though, two things Kelly is really known for in her time on The Housewives is Scary Island. Yep. And running in the friggin' streets of New York. Yes. Rebecca, as a New Yorker, how do people feel about hot women running the streets of New York in front of taxis all the time? Um, it depends who you ask. Okay. (laughs) It depends who you ask. Mixed, mixed bag. Do you remember our mutual friend, Rachel, telling us how she saw Kelly Ben Simone on the street? Yeah. But was she running or she was sitting or something? I think she, no, she was, I don't, I think she was just like at a crosswalk. I can't actually remember. I wish I'd asked her the details of the story, but she had us on the street, Kelly sighting. That, I mean, of course, that's where you would That's Kelly in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So if there was a third thing that Kelly was known for during her tenure on Housewives, it would probably be for shooting Playboy's 50th anniversary cover shoot. Wow. Not quite. She was on the cover, but it was like a digital only thing. And she got it confused with the actual 50th anniversary, which there was another model that was on. But if I watched this episode recently and she was like, Luann Jill, I'm on the cover of Playboy's 50th anniversary, whatever. So it's quite a big difference, but, you know, whatever. It's something that you kind of remember. So about her cover shoot, she said, quote, Yeah, I'm thrilled to be appearing in Playboy to show the world that a 41-year-old mother of two can be sexy. It was a wonderful experience to work with Gil, one of the world's most talented fashion photographers, as I knew that he would make me look beautiful and sexy. I hope I made Hef proud. Now, she doesn't even mention that Gil is her ex-husband. Uh-huh. Right. Like, I feel like that's an important part of the story. Gil's great. Also, I banged him and had a couple kids. Right. That's weird. She speaks about him just kind of like the the guy behind the camera that I'm going to exactly. give credit to. Yeah. Yeah. That's odd. When I read it, She's I was odd. like, wait, what's his name? <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So back to Roni. One thing Roni cameras sort of glossed over is the reason for this entire story that we're saying today. And that is the crime of it all, Rebecca. I'm sure you're wondering when I was going to get to the crime. I am so curious. So back in season two or three, I can't really remember where I saw this, but Kelly and Luann have this conversation where Kelly's talking about how she's insecure and she can't keep a good guy because she's insecure and all the men she meets, though, are bottom feeders and sharks and Luann's talking so great about Jacques and (laughs) (laughs) it's sort of glossed over, but she basically says there was one person she trusted and he metaphorically slapped her in the face. Mm. So timing wise the guy she's likely referring to is this guy named nick i'm not going to use his last name he's the victim in the story and there's really no reason to to give it but 
Nick seems to be this on-again, off-again boyfriend who she may have been engaged to, according to Nick and Nick only. So back in March of 2009, according to Nick, the couple had gotten engaged and they had an argument one morning. He says uh, things escalated to where Kelly removes her engagement ring and then sucker punches him. He said, quote, she hauled off and started swinging. She got a lucky punch on my cheekbone and just split it right open. I went down to the police station covered in blood, end quote. So a source from Kelly's camp says he wasn't the only one with injuries and that she had a big fat lip. Ooh. Nick's injuries, though, seem pretty bad. He has a black eye and a pretty big gash on his cheek. And so after this happened, Nick goes down to uh, leaves her apartment on Center Street and goes to the 5th Precinct Station. Okay. Tells them all about it. Well, Kelly's not arrested, but she does two days later turn herself in when they're like, hey, you need to you need to come in here. This is kind of a problem. At the time, Nick's not happy about this. He said, basically, if I had done what she did, I would be in jail. He has a point. That is probably very true. Yeah. Yeah. But then he goes on to lose me when he says, quote, (sighs) my injuries are worse than Rihanna's. And Chris Brown was charged with two felonies. It's just kind of a weird. Yeah. Almost like like trying to associate yourself with a celebrity. The fame aspect of it is gross. Yeah. Yeah. The first part I was like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You lost us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So apparently he is like embarrassed. So he leaves New York, goes to Pittsburgh where he's from. And within a few days he comes back, right? And he basically says, I want to work on things with Kelly. So he sends her an email. But then he gets a call from police who are like, hey, yo, you can't talk to her. There's a restraining order in place. Right. From her? I, I, I don't he, know if the police put, put it one, in place. Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Kelly is charged with misdemeanor third degree assault, which her attorney is called unfounded, which is one of my favorite <laughs> attorney words. Unfounded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you're wondering how this played out, I actually know, and it's not one of those civil lawsuits that we never know the answer to. Um, Kelly ended up having her assault charge dropped after staying out of trouble for one year, and she had to perform two days of community service. So okay. she did have to do something for this. Yeah. So. As for Nick, though, he and Kelly got back together or met up several times over the past few years. The last time I saw was in 2021, like where they're sucking face, basically, Hmm. back together. And while Kelly has been linked to Nick, she's also been linked to a few Bravo or Bravo adjacent men. Really? Two of which have links to Southern Charm. Do you want to take any guesses? Oh, it's and if you want links a clue, to Southern Charm, or so like, either they are, are they... on Southern Charm, or we know of them other ways, but also through Southern Charm. Okay, so I'm trying to. I don't. Is Shep? No. Well, I'm just gonna go. Do, give me one more clue. Otherwise, I'm just going down the list. Who would we know? One is Madison adjacent. Her her new husband. Nope. Not, oh oh. Austin? Think of the reunion. No, think of the reunion when there's a FaceTime oh, call. Derek Jeter? No. A Rod. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> I had You're a the moment two where baseball I players were- <laughs> I know. He was like 50 50. <laughs> I was like, crap, I didn't write that one down. Shoot. I get it wrong. A Rod. A Rod is one she was linked to, and this one is much more disturbing. He is the lead guitarist of the band Renob. Whitney? Mm-hmm. I was actually gonna guess Whitney when you said it, Jason. Oh my goodness. A-Rod to Whitney? Yeah. She's I mean, denied seeing both of them, but like oh, okay. I wouldn't really deny seeing A-Rod. I'd just be like, maybe. I don't that, know. Uh, yeah. Unfounded. Whitney, I would deny pretty hard. Wow. So Rebecca, let's move from the crime and go back to Kelly's career just a little bit. Okay. Since she ended her run on Roni after three seasons, Kelly really stayed busy. She launched several jewelry lines like Seven, which I thought you just did one and kept adding things, but she did like seven. Interesting. She also has outerwear brands, some kind of outerwear thing. And she has or had a podcast called Hey Guys Hey. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. that actually makes sense. Yeah, which I did not, yeah, which <laughs> I didn't listen to, but there haven't been any episodes since 2022. So it's either on hiatus or, as Kelly might say, Hiatus, guys. Hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> but one of Kelly's biggest successes to date has come from her newer career in real estate. 
I didn't know about that. Yeah, so Kelly became a big name in New York real estate, according to articles I read. I don't know. She works for Douglas Elliman. Mm-hmm. Rebecca, you know Douglas Elliman? Mm-hmm. Is that like a big luxury? Big. Yep. Yeah. Okay. In 2021, Kelly sold over $100 million in luxury homes. Wow. It's wild. She apparently closed one one deal over FaceTime during the pandemic, which I was like, well, then how hard was it if you were on FaceTime? <laughs> I remember that season of life where people were just buying and renting apartments via FaceTime. Wild. Wild. walking in. So, Rebecca, do you know the other housewife that works at Douglas Elliman, or at least is still on their website? Ramona? Ramona the Stinger Singer. Wow. She's yeah. still active, got her license. I wasn't sure that was going to happen. Me either. And on top of that, do you know who has listed with Douglas Elliman? Sonia? It was Sonia. Yes, Sonia. We saw that sign. <laughs> we did. And so Sonia Rita has also worked with them. Isn't selling. Takes it off the market all the time. But um, when it is listed, it's listed by the same place. So Interesting. You know who's um, Douglas Elliman? Tall guy with the beautiful twins. If this is like York. a Bravo. Yeah, I don't know those shows. Oh, gosh. People are yelling. At, what is his name? Frederick. Is Douglas oh, Elliman. Wait, you Frederick know Frederick because Bethany. And Bethany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's Douglas Elliman. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I get it now. So now you know what you're working with. Mm-hmm. Now I know what I didn't know before. So this is just an aside, but Kelly said this referring to people buying property for her. She said, quote, some of them do have the money. I showed one guy an apartment and he said to me, if I was his girlfriend, he was going to give me $80,000 a month. And she said no. She didn't hear my story about Bloomingdale's, did she? <laughs> no. These opportunities don't come all the time. <laughs> 80000 a month? Just do this for a few months. You're just out of town a lot. I don't know. Like I was like flabbergasted at that number. Egg. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> incredible. I, I, I've your never... your grandchildren. It's just such a weird brag, though, to be like, yeah, they a lot of them have money. One guy offered me $80,000 a month to be his girlfriend. How embarrassing is it? Like, what's your number? Like, how much lower would we go? How much lower would we do it oh. for? <laughs> My number is so much lower. <laughs> it's honestly. <laughs> real talk. Between me and you. <laughs> if you just keep me freshly stocked with McDonald's Diet Cokes, like, before I have to ask for them, I'd probably yeah. ask for, like, a Sephora gift card. But other <laughs> than that, I'm good. What about you, Rebecca? What's your number? I, I mean... Iced lattes every day, Diet mm-hmm. Cokes. What's my actual number? I think this is oh, a what's good your question. It needs to be a lot, but it doesn't need I, to be 80, like 25K a month. Oh, see, I was going to give 50. I apparently think a lot of myself. No, I'm like, like I'm clearly worth 50,000 a month. Because four months I could have six figures. Right. This That's is serious. Actually, okay. <laughs> is 25,000 good? Is that enough? I don't know. I think I just revealed a lot about who I am and... I'll be revisiting this therapy. <laughs> I'm with you. Let's say we both say 25,000. So if there's any takers out there, please don't do it because I will leave. It's not a BOGO <laughs> right situation, now. though. That's 25K a piece because we know our worth. <laughs> Actually, I don't think we do. What this has told me is we don't at all. <laughs> Okay, back oh to Kelly. So more shocking than this indecent proposal is really this <laughs> TikTok that Kelly filmed back in 2022 about a new listing. Okay. Hey guys, say Kelly Kalorin Ben Simone with the Kelly Kalorin Ben Simone team at Douglas Element. It is time for your Wall Street Journal Mansion Roundup coming to you every single week. Let's get started. Oh my gosh, the real scary island. First of all, we have Jeffrey Epstein's Caribbean Island available for $55 million each. The buyers can still purchase the Great St. James and the Little St. James. I love St. James. It is beautiful, by the way. Not Kelly Ben Simone. No. Okay. She's not the listing agent on that. But for whatever reason, she is trying to tell people about Jeffrey Epstein's Island homes and also comparing it to Scary Island. She's not a natural um, spokesperson. No. <laughs> By and the she's way. actually horrific on TikTok. It, yeah, yeah. Chris did not tell her how to use TikTok at all. Oh, my gosh. $55 yeah. million a piece each, mm-hmm. she says. <laughs> like yeah. It's like, like two different 
clothing items. So I weird. I felt like she read it like she didn't even know what she was about I to say I think next. it was all a surprise to her. Yeah. <laughs> happening in real time. It was Which just like, like watching her on the is. show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe she just goes into Some things, things completely never unprepared. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Rebecca, while Kelly has had huge success in real estate, she hasn't always had the best luck in her personal life. But just a few weeks ago, we found out that Kelly was going to be on the new Ultimate Girls Trip with Luann, Dorinda, Sonia, Ramona, and for some reason, Kristen Takeman. Yeah. Who Ramona hates, though. Remember that, like, whole throwing a glass wine cup Mm -hmm. at? Yeah. So, like, actually, for that reason, I am excited that Kristen is there. (laughs) Prior to this trip, though, Kelly had said, I don't know if you heard this quote, that she had recently lost 10 pounds before this trip because she's having a lot of sex and that all that cardio, she's oh. lost 10 pounds. Did you hear that? No. Keep that to yourself. It's not even true. She even took before and after pictures. So she doesn't say when she, you know, makes this comment that she's with anyone or okay. whatever. So we didn't, we didn't know. But then, just a few days ago, we found out that Kelly is now engaged to her boyfriend of more than a year, Scott Littner, who proposed over the 4th of July weekend. Homegirl got a five-carat ring. How much Beautiful. are five-carat rings? Are they worth more than $80,000 a month? I think so. Oh, oh you okay. mean in terms of like a number? Like Yeah. Yeah. It would be worth more than $80,000? That ring, okay. yes. Well, maybe, maybe Kelly, maybe she was smarter than us, maybe. Maybe she's going for the long game on I this, I think too. she is. This is the worst news of everything. She is actually <laughs> smarter than us. She's very smart, I'm telling you. <laughs> she also said, I'll take it back after this line, we have a romance that people write novels about. I did read that. To which I say, gross. <laughs> so, Rebecca, that's really the tea on Kelly Killerin Ben Simone. And Rebecca, if there's one thing I've learned while doing this episode, it's that maybe, just maybe, under the wrong circumstances, if we take a moment to look inside ourselves, we'll find there's a little scary island in us, too. (laughs) We can only hope. We can only hope. But, like, is she okay? For real. I mean, according to her, she's fine. It really seemed like... And even with the circumstances, I still found her, her, the way she socially interacted reminded me of people in my own life mm-hmm. that would definitely not be listening to this podcast mm-hmm. who, who struggled um, with some, some mental health issues. And yeah, like they seemed pretty obvious and glaring looking back, rewatching it to me. A hundred percent. I really felt like it was more, I really think it's more of a taking something to calm yourself down. You do. And it backfiring. I really do because I can see in that situation if I had access to something like Xanax or something saying, if I'm going to get through this stupid dinner Mm -hmm. that I have to be at with people I don't like, I'm going to take this and taking two instead of taking one or something else. And maybe it just went off the deep end. Hmm. Because she she said some crazy things before, but this was like intense. Like she wanted to go back to the room and producers told her to come back. So maybe she was acting insane then just to be like, get me out of here. Yeah. But she doesn't cop to it. And that's kind of the issue. It's like, if that's totally. what happened, I think people understand. Sure. But when you're like, no, it wasn't wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't yeah, do yeah. any of that. I don't know. It's, yeah, then it's it does seem like it's a bigger bizarre. issue. It's truly bizarre. And I, I am just glad that for a moment, as enjoyable as it was, that they all took a beat and were like, I think this isn't okay. We're, we're right. bordering on bullying because she's yes. not fighting with a full, you know, arsenal deck. I don't know yeah. what I meant to say there, but a you know what I'm things. saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was good. It could have been, it could have gotten so bad. I mean, it was so, it was so bad. It was so it bad. It was so bad. <laughs> it, it had gotten pretty bad. I feel for all of them. Yeah. According to something I saw with Sonia, she said basically we only saw a tenth of it, but it was way wow. worse than what we saw. I think this is what's also weird about it. When watching it again, she's going, Bethany's scary. She's psychotic. I feel scared. It almost just seems like she's projecting what everyone else is actually feeling about her. She's saying about them. And that's where I wonder if there's really a perception issue, but could be clouded judgment mm. from whatever is going on. The situation at home, plus if she took something, who knows. But um, really... She's an interesting character, and I am really looking forward to seeing her on Girls Trip. Me too. She said she had the most fun she's ever had on this trip. Oh, good. I'm glad. 
Oh, the terrible <laughs> part of me was like, dang it. It's not going <laughs> to be good hoping. TV. No, I'm I glad was that like, I was maybe. For a repeat. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be something, but I'm glad mm-hmm. it wasn't scary for her or yeah. triggering. But maybe it was. Maybe there were moments, but it ended up okay. Hope True. And on the show, they kept calling it Poison Island. Like somebody came up with Scary Island and they finally went with it, but in the episode they were like oh they yeah they didn't say yeah (laughs) hadn't quite still workshopping Mm -hmm. yeah yeah (laughs) they were too close they were still in it well all the best to her and her fairy tale fiance that they write novels about Mm -hmm. rebecca i'd love to know what you're watching oh this is going to be disappointing because i've done nothing but rewatches so i rewatched all roni which you already know Okay. And then I rewatched The Bear, which I told you last week with Gabe. I could Did you not start it? Uh, remember my Hulu login. So I will work oh, I on that. I hate when that happens. Let me Yeah, and then you you're just mine. like, I'm going to something else. Yeah. Yeah, no, who's got time to like retrieve and set up new passwords? So I got through the second season, rewatched The Bear with Gabe, which was amazing. And then I just started rewatching something else. And that's what I'm going to give you clues about. I might have okay. already even told you this, but I'm sorry I don't have a new show to provide people. Um, but my clues are Sundance Hospital Walter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah, I'm, I'm on a rewatch journey yes. and God, it is so good. My daughter wanted to watch Salt Lake City. I'm like, mm-hmm. don't threaten me with a good time. Let's do this. <laughs> it's just so fun. She can't believe yeah. it's real. She can't believe it. It's her first Housewives. Yeah, yeah, it's big. Oh, big deal. that's. That is a huge this deal. Is, yeah. yeah, this is a real defining moment in our mother-daughter relationship. And it she's is. done a lot to be proud of, but this might be the thing I'm most proud of. <laughs> this will be my legacy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jealous because I've like asked my daughter, I'm like, do you know what this is? And she'd be like, yeah, no. <laughs> I need like some Gen Zer to come on or something. Jamie Lee Curtis isn't cutting it for the young people. I, I, know. Need, I need young blood to yep. come on the show yeah she'll never do it just just to spite give her me, time so. give her time yeah she'll, they come back around um okay good so yeah she's got a few years on your daughter and makes all the difference um so I that's what i'm that. watching so give me something hopefully you've watched something new that i might watch <laughs> oh boy you're not gonna like it okay okay here are my three clues TLC. here's where you, i know you won't <laughs> like it off the bat yeah tlc discovery plus oh mm-hmm. really <laughs> yeah yeah i knew right off that that okay. you were done okay Broken relationships. Okay. And some of the most uncomfortable things I've ever seen. Marriage boot camp? No. no that is a walk in the pie. Uh, okay. Walk in the clouds Park. compared to this. This oh. is um, me, you, and my ex. Oh, no. It's it's not good. Um, but there are two seasons. <laughs> and <laughs> I watched all of them. Don't worry. Okay. not going to leave you hanging. Okay. I know it all. Phew. It's, it is couples who like have maybe they've dated somebody, they've broken up, and for whatever reason, they still have a close relationship with their ex, but now they're in this new relationship, me, you, and my ex, right? Yeah, so totally um, healthy. Totally yeah. normal. Very healthy. I cannot stress that enough. So two of the couples that they follow for both seasons, one of them is this like military spouse. So she, in the first season, tells us that she's married to this guy, right? She ends up falling in love with the neighbor, leaves her husband, is now with the neighbor, and they're together, and is now best friends with his wife. And like all five of them are friends. Wait, no, all four of them are friends, right? Really weird. But then the second season, she leaves the neighbor. That's confusing. Oh my gosh. Yes. And now they kind of act like she's with the ex-wife but they're like best friends and they live together now but like maybe she'll go back with the first husband it's just somebody who like in real life you would hate to be around this of person. course but on tv yeah. i see every stupid thing she does because it's yeah. a lot yeah you have a nice healthy distance sitting she's trying room. to get okay i'm fired up on this one <laughs> she's trying to get this new husband that she was only married to for like maybe a year she's trying to get his retirement from the military no which means it would be taken from the kids of the other woman, which just makes me so oh angry. Oh my gosh, that's gross. That was one so of my gross. questions. Are a lot of these situations blended families where there's an ex-wife and a new wife and kids? Because for that reason, I get staying friends and 
doing it for the kids. If this are just a couple like grown adults who are like trying to integrate old and new relationships, that's weird. I'm going to give you two more. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. It's a, a guy and a lady. They were married. They have a kid. They divorce. Okay. She leaves him for some uh, a lady at work. So okay. they're a couple. Now he's married to a new woman. They have a kid. Well, okay. now the new lesbian couple, they want to have a kid. And they're okay. like... How about he donates a sperm for us to have one? <sighs> it's not in the way you think. It's very turkey baster. There's no office that they go to. They do this whole thing on Themselves. their own. DIY. It's a DIY pregnancy, DIY conception. Wait, they do? Yes. Like turkey baster it. It's just a lot going on. Yep. And it worked. It worked. Shaking my head. No, nobody could. I'm speechless. This is what I get for not watching something. (laughs) You have to hear about. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This one is my favorite because it's going to end very soon. I mean, I don't mean that's why, but like there is a uh, guy and a girl. I can't remember their names. I refuse to think about these people much longer than today. They are dating. They eventually get married and have a kid over the two seasons. He's still best friend with his ex that I think is named Steven. I can't remember. So he is bisexual. So he has a had a boyfriend. Now he's okay. with um, his wife. Fine. Great. But he says things like, this is more uncomfortable than a pap smear. And you're like, hmm. This- <laughs> what do you know about he's a pap smear, sir? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the part I love where like they just, the editors left it in because they were like, sir. So anyway, it's it's interesting. The characters on the show are interesting. Some of them are really boring, and I fast-forwarded through, like, one couple. They just annoyed me. They were way too normal. But if you're looking for a train wreck, train wreck, and, um, and you have two seasons to spare, and you have Discovery Plus, don't watch this. Find something else. There's got to be something else to watch. Watch The Bear. I mean, let's not even put The Bear in the mix when we're discussing this. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Let's keep it like more in line with a different reality show, but not like Emmy. Well, no, I say the bear. I compare it to okay, the bear. Fair. All right, it's my. This is look. This is on me. I'm the one who didn't do her homework and watch something new. So this is my punishment. This is me having to tell you about three. So it's <laughs> me, my ex, and you, you, me, and my ex, my ex, and us. You, me, you, and, me and, my and my ex. ex. I think. Okay, me. Yeah, no. I think that's right. Don't do it. I won't. But if you do, I promise. Let me I know won't. your favorite, least favorite couples. And by that, they're all your <laughs> least favorite. It's great. Well, I like that for you. I think that's probably what you've needed these last couple weeks. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Um, yeah, it's, it's been unfounded. Good. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we realized that we're actually at like the sixty-something episode, and our last update episode was episode thirty. So we're due for updates, and there have been many every day. Every it's crazy. Day. So we have to revisit the last thirty-ish episodes and give updates. So in two weeks, our new episode will be that update episode. So if there's any ones you missed, you may want to go back and listen because we're gonna hit them all from thirty to sixty. I think we're at like two or something. I should know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go through what updates there are, which are always so fun to hear, like what's changed and what's new. And there's many. So we had things change from Kim Zolciak. Uh, and changed back this I know. way and that way you just never yes. know what to expect so and i'm sure what by the time we record something else will be added to the list can almost guarantee it absolutely so much fun i love those yeah so yeah. yeah so we will be doing that for our next new episode and then at that episode i'll tell you my next story perfect that sounds great which well coincidentally was mentioned in your story today that's all i'm gonna say yeah really it's pretty cool Dang it, I, I named yeah, dropped a lot yeah, this did, time. So. I got to think about it. We're in cahoots. In the meantime, you can find Rebecca at RebeccaSebastian.com. She's going to have mm. so many cool things coming up. I'm just promoting them like crazy, <laughs> pre-promoting them. Um, and I'm Thank very you. excited That's really you. sweet because we just have to keep making it true by saying it. Um, and hopefully mm-hmm. it will be one day. And as always, you can catch Melissa every Tuesday on her other podcast, Moms and Mysteries, with her co-host, Mandy. And you can learn more about our show at criminalityshow.com. You can drop us an email at uh, criminality at gmail. Criminality oh, show. Criminality show. 
at gmail.com. And we're mostly on Instagram at Criminality Show. <laughs> I can't wait till we're only on email <laughs> and then eventually just buy a pigeon, a carrier pigeon. <laughs> That's it. It's coming. Yeah, it's, it's just coming. a matter of time. We really love to connect, but it's hard. It is. There's too mm-hmm. many places. Well, Rebecca, I'm looking forward to it. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Have a good two weeks, everyone. Yep. Bye. Bye.